Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating fact from fiction. We're going to repeal it and replace it. And, and it'll be great health care for much less money. We can have the benefits that were promised to them without any change whatsoever. But if we keep kicking the can down the road, keep digging the hole deeper, burying that deficit more, that's much harder to keep that kind of a commitment. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Susan's calling from Kansas City, Missouri. Marcia from Pittsburgh. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. Our producer today is Mr. J.P. Pauley. I'm your host, Gary Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. If you'd like to follow me on Facebook, you can do that, too. It's Facebook. That's the one. You can go to Carrie, C-A-R-Y Hall. That's pretty simple. That's how you follow me on Facebook if you're interested in that. You can also go up to our website. All of our podcasts are up there. They're also on SoundCloud. They're on um, iTunes. So if you're interested in the podcast, you can go get it off the website or go to SoundCloud, iTunes, um, and and they're up there as well. Today's show is going to be kind of different. Um, I'm going to take a wide range of topics here. Uh, So it's going to kind of be an open free-for-all, if you will, on a number of different topics. However... If you have questions about health insurance, you need help with anything, whether it's a group health insurance policy for two people or 20 people or 200 people, you can certainly call us at 877-385-2224. Operators are standing by to take your calls, 877-385-2224. We can also help you with Medicare. And if you need help with individual health insurance, we will help you as much as we can with that as well. The website, once again, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. The shows are posted up there after we do them. So you can, uh, if you hear something on here today you want to tell somebody about, they can go up to the website and listen to the podcast. Like I said, it's on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. It's also on TuneIn Radio. So we're on all three of those platforms with, uh, with our podcast. All right. So as, as I think I've explained uh, in a couple of shows, previous shows we've done, I was in Washington, D.C. not long ago. I was actually at the Heritage Foundation for several days. Um, and there is a rumble starting, and I'm seeing it in the media as well. Um, I'm seeing people like Cory Booker and, and, and some of the other folks, Bernie Sanders, some of the other folks, Camilla Harris, some of the other politicians out there are starting to talk about we need to have the conversation again about single-payer health insurance. It's going to solve all the problems. Um, it'll bring costs down, and it'll be great for the country. Let's go to single-payer health insurance, or better yet, we'll just call it Medicare for all. Well, here's the problem with that, ladies and gentlemen. I've talked about this topic quite a bit in the, in the past, but I think it's important for you to understand this misdirection play, and that's what I call this, where we start down this path, and it's all about the health insurance companies. I'm going to illustrate to you today why the issue is not the health insurance companies. The issue is the providers. You know, health insurance costs are based on two very simple things, unit cost and utilization. You heard me talk about that before. How much does it cost to get an x-ray, a CAT scan, 
uh, a hernia surgery, a gallbladder, and how 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 much of that do I have access to? Do I have to, to get an X-ray to, to get an MRI uh, to get a series of tests? How long do I have to wait? What's it like? What's the cost? So unit cost and utilization. All right, that's what this is about. And the false narrative in this country has been that this is a health insurance issue. No, it's not a health insurance issue. Yes, they pay the claims and they collect the premiums, but the issue revolves around the providers. Okay, and I'm talking about the hospitals, the doctors, the clinics, the labs, the prescription drug people, all of them. So I I took a little piece out of the Wall Street Journal, just one segment, just one sliver of this conversation I want to use to illustrate why the focus, if we're going to have this conversation, why the focus needs to be on the providers and not on the health insurance, solely on the health insurance company. So let me, let me give you a little background here. I'm going to go through this. Then when I come back from the break, I'll explain what this is all about. This is from the Wall Street Journal, and it's titled, Where Does the Law Against Kickbacks Not Apply? Answer, your hospital. Doctors have long struggled to care for patients in artif- with artificial shortages of sor- and soaring prices for hundreds of drugs, notably generic ster- sterile injectable products, including saline, infrarine, chemotherapeutic agents, anesthesiology, anesthesiasts, uh, painkillers, antibiotics, and sterilized water. The article then goes on to say, four giant GPOs, Vizient, Premier, Health Trust, uh, and Cardinal supply thousands of hospitals with and outpatient clinics and nursing homes. These buying cartels literally sell the market share, taking money from the drug makers and other vendors in exchange for exclusionary supply contracts. S- hospitals even get a cut of this money back. That's right. The hospitals get a cut of this money back. As a member of a of a as a member driven enterprise, it is common knowledge that Premier and other GPOs share back with their members and owners. In fact, many hospital executives who are part of the Premier Alliance have learned to rely on their share back as an integral part of their annual compensation. In turn, GPOs primarily use three big authorized distributors: McKesson, America Source, Bergen, and Cardinal Health. The supply chain is set up so that only authorized distributors, which pay fees to the GPOs, are entitled to manufacturers' rebates for products covered under these contracts. Smaller wholesalers can't get the rebates, therefore are effectively frozen out. So what I'm describing to you there, just so you understand this, is basically a monopoly. All right, And it's a monopoly that the hospitals, the doctors, the labs, and the rest are willingly participating in. Why? because they're getting money back, because they're making money on the fact that you're being overcharged for prescription drugs, you're being overcharged for chemotherapy drugs, you're being overcharged for things like saline. You ever wonder why when you get a bill from a hospital, a a toothbrush is $47, an Oral-B 40, that you can go buy in the drugstore for $4? You ever wonder why a Band-Aid is $20? when you could buy 10 boxes of Band-Aids for that price? Well, this is, this is a little insight. This is a microcosm, if you will, of what we're faced with in this country when it comes to health care costs. My point in illustrating this to you is to get you to understand that, that, that it's a red herring to sit out here and talk about health insurance. And why is that? Okay, Because all the health insurance companies are doing is they're turning around and they're taking the claims that are generated by the providers and they're processing them through, all right, 
and they're paying them, right? And the margin with most health insurance companies runs between 1% and 2%. And I'm talking about Anthem. I'm talking about Aetna. I'm talking about Humana. I'm talking about the, the big Blue Cross plans. Some of the not-for-profit Blue Cross plans, like Blue Cross of Kansas City, operate on a 1% profit margin. And they're not-for-profit, but they have a 1% margin. So when you think about this, and you, and you start to hear this nonsense about we're going to go to Medicare for all. Let me tell you who's going to start throwing rocks out of the gate. The minute we go to the Medicare for all discussion, the hospitals, because Medicare reimburses at the lowest rate possible. That's exactly right. The, that, that is exactly why this year is another example. When we came out with the individual health insurance policies that were available you may recall that uh, AM Better Centene moved into a lot of the markets around the country this year as the only provider like here in Kansas City. <clears throat> you should have heard the hue and cry from the hospitals. You know why? Because Centene AM Better reimburses at Medicare plus 13. Medicare plus 13%. In other words, that's what they pay and they don't pay anymore. That's it. Meanwhile, a lot of these hospitals are making 44 cents on the dollar, 66 cents on the dollar, uh, and they're, they're being reimbursed at Medicare plus 90, Medicare plus 120 if you go into an ER. These are the kinds of things that are going on, not to mention the piece that I just read you about these suppliers monopolizing the market and then causing that price to be pushed back to you, and, and through a series of discounts and rebates, they get money back in the door by controlling, letting this monopoly control this. And as I said, they are willing participants. So when, when, this, when we start this discussion again and you hear the politicians getting on their, on their soapbox to talk about this, I don't care if they're a Democrat, a progressive, a Republican, a conservative, a, a, a libertarian, it doesn't matter. Understand what we're dealing with here, okay? The issue is not the health insurance company. The issue is the health care providers. I'll be right back after the break with more. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. If we can help you with anything, if you're an employer, you're an individual out there, or you're somebody chronologically challenged looking at Medicare, feel free to give us a call. 877-385-2224 is the number. There are operators standing by to take your calls. 877-385-2224. We'll be happy to help you with anything we can. Stay tuned. I'll be right back after the break with more here on America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting here on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. You can learn more about us by going to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. These shows are posted up there on podcasts if you want to tell someone to listen to it. My producer today, Mr. J.P. Pauley, I'm your host, Kerry Hall. If we can help you with any health insurance issues, feel free to give us a call. The toll-free number operator is standing by. 877-385-2224. We are happy to help you with anything we can, whether you're an employer with two lives, 200 lives or 2,000 lives, or whether you're an individual 
uh, trying to figure out um, an individual health insurance policy, or if you're chronologically challenged, I just celebrated my 69th birthday, so I can say that. Um, you you uh, may be looking at Medicare. We can help you with that as well if you're retiring or looking at this and you're wondering what, what you're going to do to get through to retirement and what you're going to do for health insurance benefits. I want to go back to this topic one more time, okay? Because again, as I said, I'm hearing this low rumble out there. You know, Cory Booker was on one of the morning television shows the other day on Fox or someplace. You know, President Trump has devastated health care um, uh, Camilla Harris is starting this same thing. So is Bernie Sanders. Let's be clear. Let's visit a little history here. Okay. President Trump didn't put ACA, whether you like him, dislike him. I'm, that's not the issue here. I want you to understand the facts. Trump didn't pass ACA. Okay. Trump didn't, didn't put this plan in place. This was a flawed plan from day one put in place by the Obama administration and, and, and a number of Republicans that went along with this as well, okay, that they were going to fix individual health insurance. Well, how well did they fix it? Have you looked at the premiums? Some of the premiums last year were so astronomical, I couldn't even believe it. Believe it. We had families paying $2,700 a month for health insurance. Seriously? For a, a husband, wife, and two children in their 50s, they're going to pay $2,700 a month. It's not working, okay? Carriers pulled out of the market. Carriers that were committed to this process. Mr. Bertolini from Aetna, you know, we're, we're going to do the right thing. We're staying in. Well, they stayed in until last year, and then they pulled out. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas City, the first carrier in the country to be licensed and appointed uh, to, to have their plans approved by ACA. Stuck it out for four years. Lost $130 million plus. Can't keep doing it. Had to pull out, Okay. So, you know, we get down to one carrier, Centene AM Best, okay, reimbursing these providers at 13%. And guess what happened? A lot of providers refused to accept the policies. So in our town, Children's Mercy Hospital is not part of that network. They're not going to accept Medicare plus 13. So, you know, what kind of an issue is that? Okay. So you, you need to understand, people, that the cost of health care is driven by the providers. Unit cost and utilization. You know, that's why we have things like Blue Book and some of these other tools that are out there that we use on the self-funded side. And I'm going to talk about self-funded and captive plans and some of the others here in a few minutes, where employees, employers can go out and look and see, okay, well, I've got to get a knee surgery done, and it's $103,000 at this hospital, but it's 47000 at this hospital, and Let's see, the rating and the outcome results are equal or maybe even better in some cases with the, the hospital that does it for less because maybe they do 5000 a year and the hospital over here that's charging 103000 does 500 a year. So, y- y- again, y- we want to have this discussion. Let's have it, okay? But let's have a real discussion and tell the politicians, and I'm talking about Democrats and Republicans, get real and want to deal with the real issue which is the cost of health care in this country. It's not going to get solved. You can continue to throw rocks at the insurance carriers. That's what was done in this whole thing got started. And believe me, I'm not saying that they weren't complicit or they weren't part of the problem here because they were, a lot of them, okay? A lot of them thought they were going to jump on board here like United and some of the others, and they were going to make a fortune writing individual health insurance. That and I thought the same thing. It didn't quite work out that way, did it? 
Okay, so there needs to be a discussion. I totally agree with that, but it needs to be a discussion that focuses on the real issues. The real issues are the costs that are being passed on to you as a consumer. When a hospital is making 66 cents on the dollar, what does that tell you? And I'm talking about the not-for-profit, for-profit hospitals, hospitals that spend $20 million to put their name on a soccer stadium. Those are the kinds of things that, that, you know, when you look at the issue, you start to understand what we're dealing with here. You know, we, these costs that are being passed on to us are ridiculous. Why is it that you can buy Humira, <clears throat> many of the cancer treatment drugs in New Zealand, Australia, and Canada with the exact same formulary, the exact same rules uh, in terms of, of how they are produced, the purity and all the rest of it for let's use Humira for an example, instead of $5,000 or $4,000 a prescription, how about $400 a prescription? How about that? Why is that? Okay. It's the same drug manufactured by the exact same people in the exact same quantity and format. All right. So let's, let's have a discussion. Let's have a discussion about providers. Let's have a discussion about prescription drug companies. Let's have a discussion about people like the GMOs that I just talked about that, that are monopolizing uh, the resale market, the wholesale market into these hospitals and these providers, and then handing kickbacks to the hospitals. Let's talk about that. But that's going to take politicians with enough courage to talk about the real issue, not this false narrative of, you know, it's it's all on the insurance companies. It's not, folks. All right. The, the discussion needs to be about providers and, and how that cost element is going to be dealt with if we're going to move forward with any kind of system that is a single payer or a, a Medicare for all type system. That's where this has to go. So I'm off my soapbox, but this is something that's been on my mind for some time. If you have comments on this or questions, feel free to reach out to me through the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. I will be happy um, <clears throat> to help you or discuss it with you. Um, and there are solutions right now, uh, and we're starting to see a lot of that. As I just came back from uh, the Pareto Contrarian Re Conference in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, last week, um, where we've got 321 companies representing 37,000 people, 37,000 employees, and we're holding costs for our clients that are in that captive increases, effective increases of between three and five percent. And in a lot of cases, we're seeing those costs actually flatline. In other words, we're seeing that after a number of years, this isn't an overnight deal, but after they get into this program for a number of years, we're able to see the cost dramatically reduced. Why is that? One, we use a transparent PBM. So we understand the cost of the medications. We know the rebates, repackaging, all the other things that goes on, all the games that get played, okay, by the big prescription drug providers, that, that gets cut out, okay? We have price transparency across the board. We are implementing programs that control health care, cost, wellness programs that work, follow-up programs that work with employees, whether it's primary care clinics, whatever the case may be, these are the kinds of things that get at the core issue, and the core issue is the cost of health care. Believe me, it can be done. It's being done. Uh, when I come back from the break, I'm going to give some specific examples, especially on the, on the group side of how this can be done. Uh, and if you're an employer out there or a human resources director, maybe, hey, maybe you're just an, uh, you know, a person in the company that's getting killed on the cost of their health insurance. You might want to suggest what you're about to hear uh, to your bosses that they take a look at. 
Stay tuned. I'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. If you want to learn more about us, go to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, or call 877-385-2224. I'll be right back after the break with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. There are videos up there if you want to go look at a video on Medicare or you want to look at a video on a captive program or a level premium. They're up on the website. You can look there about a minute, two minutes long. They're not very long, but they'll give you some basics on this stuff. If you want to suggest to somebody, hey, this is something we ought to look at. Um, that information is on the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. You could also call 877-385-2224. Um, operators are standing by now. They will take your calls, or if you call during the week, you'll actually get our office directly on that line. We're happy to help you. Our producer, the always perfect Mr. J.P. Pauly. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. We're going to continue this conversation, this segment. I'm going to shift now to some of the things that we're doing at at, uh, RPS Benefits by Design that um, talk about how employers can control costs. So I'm going to go through three basic programs and, and, and talk about how those programs work, give you a brief overview of those, and, and tell you, give you some understanding of what you can be doing uh, to get your health insurance costs under control. So let's start with level premium. For a small employer, 50 lives or under, okay, or under 50 lives, let's put it that way. These programs work out to be far better than, in most cases, than what you can buy off the shelf on the fully insured side. And here's what I mean. Level premium is basically a, a form of self-funding, but it's called level pre- premium for a reason. You have one premium throughout the year, regardless of what your claims are, regardless of what the issues are, you have one premium. The beauty of that is that these pl- plans are written on the ERISA platform, which is the Department of Labor federal platform. They are not subject to ACA. They are not community rated. So they don't have all of those regulations and all of those ridiculous things that are in the ACA plans that drive costs through the roof. These plans, again, are a model of, if you will, a version of self-funded, but they're designed for small employers. How small? Down to five lives. If you've got five lives, uh, you, you probably can qualify for one of these plans. So uh, usually the question you get asked about this time when you're talking to an employer is, what's the catch? Well, there isn't a catch, but here's what there is. The plans are medically underwritten, which means what? They can accept you or deny you, or they can rate you. So let me give you some examples. Let's say you have 10 employees. One is a type 2 diabetic and one has asthma. They're going to rate that. You may find out, and more than likely will, okay, if those people are in reasonable health and managing those disease issues, that you're going to see a premium come in that's going to be 10%, 30%, significantly less than what you're currently paying, all right? And at the end of the year, the beauty of level premium plans that we had a huge number of clients this year, you pay into what's called a claims fund every month. That's part of the level premium. But at the end of the year, if you have not used that money, 
you get it back. You get a portion of it or all of it, depending on the carrier and how they structure it. And you, you get to make the choices. You can apply it toward next year's premium. You can get a check, whatever you choose to do. But the purpose, the thing about level premium that's great is it gives small employers, and I highly recommend this for under 50 lives, it gives you a chance to put your toe in the water and see what being on a platform that is partially self-funded can do. And it also gives you a chance to get your employees and say, get them to have some skin in the game. So what we do when we do enrollments is we come out and explain, hey, your employer's gone to level premium now. What does that mean? That means if you don't unnecessarily use the ER when Johnny has a fever and you go to the urgent care instead of that and don't rack up a $16,000 bill because they run 15 tests on Johnny to find out, um, you know, he, he's got the flu or something, um, you, that money comes back to the employer, which then comes back to you as an employee and reduce premium costs. So it gives people skin in the game and it makes it work. So for small employers, we think level premium works really well. Starmark, Trustmark, National General, IHC, Aetna, Humana, and Blue Cross of Kansas City. Most of the Blue Cross plans all have these plans available now. Um, they are really becoming extremely popular in the marketplace. Let's move on to a little bit larger client. Let's say you're 59 to 100 to 200 lives. Let's, let's talk about that. Now we're talking about what we call captives. I mentioned earlier that I just came back from the Pareto Contrarian Re Spring Conference uh, held in Nashville. Uh, Pareto's at 327, 321, whatever the number, employer, employers, in other words, companies, and about 37,000 lives. Um, it, it is a closed captive. You, 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 brokers cannot get in it. It's closed out. If you're in it, you're in it. If you're not, you're not. But uh, we can bring in new clients, and, and um, this program has worked phenomenally well. If you've got 100 employees, 200 employees, 300 employees, the, this program, because it works as a buffer, uh, this is a self-funded plan, but everybody's pooling their money to buy health care and a reinsurance premium. So it works really well, kind of like a three-layered cake. You look at you as the employer have a claims level you're going to pay usually up to ten thousand, twenty thousand. You can pick a number all the way up to fifty thousand in some cases. You're willing to pay the claim up to that dollar figure, and then there's an aggregate number of those you can pay in a year. So if you got two hundred employees, you can't pay two hundred fifty thousand dollar claims, right? No, they run a, a, a model and it says you're going to pay X. And then above that, the captive steps in. That's the middle layer. And they pay 50, let's say, in the uh, case of Pareto, 50 to a million. And then at a million, the reinsurance carrier steps in. So a preemie baby, um, a catastrophic claim for hemophilia or something along those lines, then the reinsurance carrier steps in. This program has been phenomenally successful. I walked into the conference room uh, the giant uh, ballroom that we had this held at the Omni down in Nashville. And I was standing with one of our clients and I looked at her and I said, can you believe this? I mean, when we first started doing this, there were 47 companies in this group. Okay. We're at 321 now. So this model really works. It does. It goes there. You're going right at the cost of healthcare. This is not about the cost of health insurance. You're putting in place disease management plans, um, PBMs, pharmacy benefit managers that have transparency so you know the cost of drugs. You're putting in place restrictions in your plan documents, for instance, eliminating superstatins uh, because there's no reason to be taking superstatins if the other statins work. Um, you're putting protocols in place that don't deny your employees' health, 
or health care. In fact, in most cases, almost all cases, we find they have better health care and better outcomes. But you're managing the health care cost and you're managing the claims cost. And there are a whole series of levers as an employer uh, with your broker, your human resource director that we can pull back and forth to, to help control these costs. And that's exactly why this thing has been so amazingly successful and such a huge success across the country. Um, and that uh, the Pareto Captive has got clients, uh, folks in it from California to Philadelphia to Florida to, you know, they've got a big group here in the Midwest. Um, there are lots of people in the plan, so they work very, very well. The third and the last um, one that I'll talk about is the standalone um, self-funded plan where you're big enough that you just go buy a reinsurance premium and you cover everything up to whatever that dollar figure is. We have that in place with several clients. It works really well. You, you, again, you have to be big enough to be able to absorb those costs. Um, but where we have done it in places like Southern Illinois with our client Shawnee Health there, um, we've had a very good run for the last five, six years now that this has been in place um, and it has worked phenomenally well. We had one bad claims year, um, made some adjustments and still held the cost very, very reasonable uh, in terms of what we were able to give to the employees and hold down their cost, which increased enrollment and allowed them, and this is important to understand this right now, one of the things I'm hearing across the country when I talk to people is health insurance is more important than it ever was because you are competing for employees. Whether it's a tire company we were talking to in Kansas City, Kansas, or Shawnee Health, or a nursing home group we were talking to up in northern Missouri, Health insurance and benefits have become a key issue because the labor market is closing. There are more jobs available now than there are people to fill them. So finding a better way to do this, whether it's a level premium plan, whether it's a captive plan or a standalone self-funded plan, these are all options that are available. Um, if you want to learn about them, you want just a simple consultation, we're happy to do it. We'll get you information. There are videos that we can send you. There's information. We, we'll be happy to meet with you. Um, if we can help you with any of that, if you have any interest in it, um, you're tired of paying for something that's simply not working and trying to pass on costs to your employees by raising their deductibles, co-pays, and all the rest of it, and the shell game of jumping from one carrier to another isn't working, give us a call. We'll be happy to talk to you. 877-385-2224. 877-385-2224. That is the phone number. Uh, operators are standing by. They will take your call at that number, or if you dial it during the week, that goes right into our office, 877-385-2224, or online at americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. All right, when I come back from the break, uh, we're going to deal with uh, Medicare for all of you out there in the uh, audience that are chronologically challenged. We'll get into a little Medicare discussion. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll be right back after the break here on America's Healthcare Advocate. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Here on the HIE Radio Network, you can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. You can also call 877-385-2224 if you have any questions, 877-385-2224. We're happy to chat with you if we can help you with anything, whether it's uh, individual 
uh, Medicare, or if you're an employer and you're struggling out there with the cost, hey, maybe you had a bad renewal last year, holding your breath and wondering what's going to happen this year. Get out in front of it. Don't wait till last quarter, folks, because that's what most people do. And then, you know, it's a, a frantic scramble to see what you can find that's going to make sense. Um, there's, you're not locked into any health insurance contract for longer than 30 days. So you can cancel any contract, period, regardless of size, um, <clears throat> with 30 days notice. So we do a lot of off-year um, renewals, if you will, or changes um, with clients that want to get out of something that's not working. I mentioned a tire company over in Kansas City, Kansas, we're working with right now. Um, so it happens, um, and now is the time because summer is when things are slow on our side, um, and we have lots of time to devote to finding policies that are going to make sense for people and doing research and all the rest of it when we're not struggling to get, you know, 120, 130 companies renewed within a 30-day, 60-day window. So once again, the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, the phone number 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224. My producer, Mr. J.P. Pauley, I'm your host, Kerry Hall. We're going to continue the conversation in this segment. I'm going to get into Medicare because this is one that confuses the daylights out of people. It's an alphabet soup. Um, what is A, what is Medicare B, what is the Medicare C, what is the Medicare D, what is the Medicare F, what is the Medicare G? Those are all Medicare components, all right? And you're going to get bombarded with AARP and every other company out there once they see you turn 65. So it's very confusing. I've had people bring a stack of stuff in my office six, eight inches tall, uh, which we promptly put in the trash can and start over again. Um, and explain this process to people. Number one, Medicare A, you are automatically enrolled in that whether you want to be or you don't want to be. William Jefferson Clinton made sure that got done when he was president. Everyone is in Medicare A. You cannot opt out, okay? Medicare B, in order to buy a Medicare Advantage or a Medicare Supplement Plan, I'll talk about them in a minute, you have to sign up for a Part B uh, Medicare plan. That's the part that covers um, your doctor visits, your x-rays, your labs, all the very urgent care, emergency room, all of that. That's Medicare Part B. So in order to qualify for the purchase of a Medicare supplement or a Medicare Advantage plan, you have to have the Part B. Now, you do not have to buy a Medicare supplement or a Medicare Advantage plan if you choose not to, but you, it, you really do need to make sure you have the Medicare Part B or you have a huge exposure for costs that, uh, that, that you will not want to incur if you got seriously ill. What is Part D? Part D is the standalone prescription drug coverage uh, that covers prescription drugs up to a certain dollar figure each year. Um, and then you go into what's called the donor hole and you come back out again. So at the end of using whatever funds are in that, in, in that particular um, coverage for Part D. So th those, are, those are some of the components, the F and the G, um, are Medicare supplement plans, um, and the C are the Medicare Advantage plans. So let's talk a little bit about the difference between Medicare Advantage and Medicare supplement. Medicare Advantage plans are geographically centered, meaning you have certain counties that they're offered in. So the provider may be Blue Cross, it may be Aetna, uh, it may be United, whatever the case may be. That plan is being offered in a specific set of counties. The plans typically are offered as zero premium or very low premium. Blue Cross of Kansas City has a zero premium plan, and they have a PPO plan that is $65. Um, Coventry, Aetna, 
uh, has a zero premium plan and they have another plan that's $45. So those are Medicare Advantage plans. The, 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 they have an out-of-pocket max that you can be responsible for that can be as high as five or $6,000. Um, it's not a deductible. It's not a coinsurance. It's all of your co-pays combined. If you were to continue to have to have medical treatment um, that, that go toward that out-of-pocket max before everything is covered with no co-pays, um, then there's a copay for everything you do, whether it's a doctor visit, ER, whatever the case may be. They include the Part D prescription drug inside the plan. So you're not paying separate for that. Um, and, and that's basically how they work. The big downfall with those plans, if you will, is people that travel. If you own a motorhome, if you vacation in Florida, you know, during the winter or you go to Arizona and stay there, um, you're probably not in the network. And if you get sick or have an issue, uh, you're not going to have coverage. Uh, you, if you're admitted to a hospital through an ER, you will, but otherwise you won't. So Medicare Advantage plans can be very inexpensive, but you have, you have to understand the restrictions with them and how they work, which brings us to the plan that I have, which is the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Medicare Supplement with Blue Cross of Kansas City here. Why do I have that? Well, it's good anywhere in the United States. So any place I go that accepts Medicare, I don't care what the hospital is, I have coverage. Now, if I were to get cancer or have a major heart issue that I didn't want to have treated here in Kansas City, I have access to MD Anderson Cleveland Clinic Mayo uh, because they accept Medicare. Okay, and I'm on a Medicare supplement plan. I'm on a plan F, all right? And that's a very benefits-rich program. I think it costs about $159 a month. I can't remember exactly, but it's somewhere around that neighborhood. And I pay for the Part B prescription drug coverage, excuse me, Part B uh, Medicare coverage, and I have to buy a D prescription drug coverage separately. So all three of those components come together if you get a med sup. The difference is it's good anywhere in the country. And, oh, here's another thing. No copays, no out-of-pocket costs, no deductible, and no coinsurance. So uh, when I went to the doctor uh, a couple of years ago, not the doctor, the ER a couple of years ago because they thought I was having a serious problem, turned out to be nothing, but the bill was $17,000. I paid zero. That's correct, zero. So med subs are really great plans. They work really well. Um, it's a question of what works for you. Um, if you're on a budget, you know, you're on a fixed income, those Medicare Advantage plans can make a lot of sense. Um, if you have the money um, and you want, you know, something that's going to give you a lot of flexibility and coverage any place in the country, there's no substitute for a Medicare supplement. Well, this is probably like drinking out of a fire hose today, but I greatly appreciate you all listening to the show. Uh, hope you learned something. Remember what I said when this starts up, this noise starts up around the midterms and we start hearing about, uh, you know, single-payer health insurance, Medicare for all. Remember what I said in the beginning of the show. Start looking at the providers. Stop looking at the carriers. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, folks, broadcasting here on the HIA radio network. And now I leave you with this thought from Dr. Martin Luther King. Americans must learn to live together as brothers and sisters or we will surely perish together as fools. You've been listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America.